Welcome to our special Shop Talk edition of the OmniTalk Spotlight Series, the series that spotlights the companies, the people, and the technologies that are shaping the future of retail. Or said in another way, the series that brings you tomorrow's companies today. I'm your host, Chris Walton. And I'm Ann Mazinga. And we are the founders of OmniTalk. Today's podcast is brought to you with the partnership and support of our Shop Talk sponsor, Meta. Yes. Discovery Commerce matches products to people, not just any people, the people most likely to love your product. When you turn on Discovery Commerce, you turn discovery into demand. Is your business ready? Find out how at meta.com slash discovery commerce. All right, folks, we got a good one for you today. If the shoe fits, and I say that intentionally, Ann, wear it because here to speak on that subject specifically is Volumental's Chief Marketing Officer, Brent Hollowell. Brent, welcome to the show. Thank you, Chris. Hi, Ann. Hi. He's been, you know, he's been saving that rent for so long and now I can't explain how much gratification you've just given to Chris. I mean, I was, I was stunned by, I I wanted to know if I could actually um, license that from you somehow. Like, is that trademarked? I, I don't know. I think it's pretty much in common parlance now, that expression. Oh, so, so great. yeah, but I, thank you, Ed, for, for signaling that out. I'm very proud of that, mm-hmm. that, that, that intro. Oh, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. But you're calling. I want to use it. You're going to use it? All right. Well, you get my license <laughs> to use it, Brent. Absolutely. Thank you. But you're calling from Sweden today, right? We're talking to you I, from Sweden, right? I am. Yes. I'm, I, I was, um, I'm actually in a about a 120-year-old building in Sweden has been um, kind of my temporary home here for the last couple of months. I'm in the process of moving from the U.S. and bringing my, my wife over. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, that's why the stark, the stark white background. Our offices are under construction. I don't have a beautiful space workspace like you behind you uh, uh, to promote. Not yet, here. right? Yeah. Right. Wow, that's cool. So oh, that's interesting. So you guys are making the move. Uh, long career in, in retail and and in this space. So I'm curious to hear what's captivated you in yeah. terms of why you, why you're going down this direction. Brent, I'm guessing it was not, um, you know, this being Sweden being like the pop music capital of the world that brought you over there. <laughs> um, why don't we start off with your background? Um, I, we know you did a stint at fleet feet. Um, I yeah. assume that you're also quite the avid runner from the little we've discussed so far, but mm-hmm. what, what kind of played a role in, you're, you know, coming on at Volumental. Sure. Well, I mean, a little bit about my background. So I really started my career in retail. I started my career with Foot Locker actually in the store. So I've actually been oh, on wow. the floor tying people's shoes for them and, you know, all of that. So I, I, I know feet and shoes and fit um, from, from the earliest days. Um, and this is way, way back. I mean, I'm pretty old. I, I don't even buy green bananas anymore, <laughs> if you're wondering, but um, but I worked on the floor at Foot Locker. I worked my way into um, um, a merchandising role there and ultimately headed up marketing and then global marketing for Foot Locker, wow. um, which led me to Adidas a few years later. And I headed up U.S. marketing and retail at Adidas. And in both of those places was kind of instrumental and, and, and helpful in bringing on the dot com. Like at Foot Locker, when I worked there, we weren't sure selling shoes online was even a good idea. So um, I was very early days of the internet when I, when I was heading up marketing there. And so we, we bought that on board. And then at Adidas, I was involved in, in selling direct to consumers through adidas.com when that wasn't a thing. And so I've been on What year was this, Brent? Companies. Just so we yeah. get an idea. Give the audience an idea. Yeah, what, what early year 90s and mid 90s. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. so very early, early, early days of e-commerce. You were involved. Exactly. In that. That's yeah. Awesome. So I was pretty young in those roles. I mean, I was probably one of the younger um, VP level people at Foot Locker at that time. But um, so I joke about being old, but I, that was actually, you know, 30 plus years ago now right, right, and, right. Uh, in these roles. So, um, so yeah, so having worked on the, both the, the retail and the, and the, uh, 
the brand side. Um, I'm very familiar with some of the, um, you know, not only the technologies that have been onboarded or the, the evolution of the technology in this space, but also the promise of technology and some of the, I'll call them like, you know, less than stellar promises in terms of them being kept, right? And so, <laughs> right. Um, so I was actually, um, so ha having been at Foot Locker and Adidas and other companies in between, I ultimately ended up at Fleet Feet, who was a customer of Volumentals. And, um, you know, much smarter people than me actually at Fleet Feet chose Volumental. Uh, I was just coming on. It was actually chosen before I came on. So I was, I came on at about the time we were starting to onboard the technology. And I, I got to be honest, I was quite skeptical I was thinking about like, you yeah. know, the old uh, Dr. Scholl's scanners in the stores, right. the drug stores, you know. That's a good but analogy. Haven't we actually. already proven that scanning feed in stores doesn't work, guys? I mean, what are we doing here? So um, luckily, these very smart people started working with these very smart engineering and, and, and programming people at Volumental, computer scientists, you know, computer vision people, AI, and all of that. And, and so when I started working with it, I started to realize that, you know, all the things that you do as a retailer, when you put your head on the pillow at night, like the things that you think about are the things that we've been talking about for decades in retail, like customer acquisition, retention, lifetime customer value. Um, and then more recently, omni-channel experiences. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, what does that even mean, you know, 10 years ago and now, and, and that COVID comes along and we understand really what that, mm -hmm. that actually does mean. Um, deep personalization and, you know, uh, five years ago, it was like, you know, hi, Chris. Hi, Ann. Um, yeah. now, In the email. now message, yeah. that was personalization. And, and so now with, that was personalization. That's yeah. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So now it's like, we can say, I have your shoe scan. Here's the shoes that are going to fit you. And here's what size you would order in those shoes. And you can, as a, as a retailer, you can do this. So I, you know, it starts with the scanning, sort of the mining equipment in the store, of get, gathering the data of the foot. And what we do at, at Vimental is we, we take the, the, the scan and then we see what did that foot purchase? Like, what did it prefer? Which size did it purchase? Which style did it purchase? So we're actually not, um, a lot of people think we scan shoes, like we scan the inner dimensions of shoes. And then mm. we, we see, and we scan the feet and we say, oh, this puzzle piece should fit that puzzle piece. And that's a fit. But we all know that fit is not a size, right? It's a feeling. Right. And, and you have your own preferences around fit. You might like them snug. Some other, someone else might, might like them loose or Goldilocks might like them just right. Right. So um, everybody has a different preference. So uh, this, this idea of fit being a feeling is really integral to how our product works. So we see which um, feet and which dimensions by which shoes. And then we use AI and we crunch all these numbers and we get this big data pool. And we can see if you come to any store that's one of our customers, you can scan and like five, you stay on the scanner and five seconds later, you've got all about 12 different foot dimensions, you know, the, the full volume of the foot, you know, arch height and all these different dimensions. And then at the same time, you can click on and see which of the shoes that are in the actual back room of that store that you're in are going to fit you or the, the clerk can see that. The so clerk can see that. Okay. The clerk can see that. So, um, and they can show it to the customer or not. I mean, that kind of gets you down a, a deep rabbit hole very quickly. If you, if you don't actually have it in the back room for some reason right. or uh, doesn't fit, but they tend to use that tool uh, for themselves to go and pull the right shoes. So you can actually activate a new employee in, in a day by, teaching them how to scan and teaching them how to look at the iPad 
and navigate okay. because they don't need like in a running store where I worked, you know, you would need weeks or even months or hundreds of fits to know these feet fit in these kinds of shoes. Now uh, with the AI telling you, I mean, you can put a person, you know, in a productive position very, very quickly on a retail sales store. And that's, that's super powerful. Yeah. That's really interesting too, because I, I mean, I've been looking into specifically fit technology for the last you know few months, and we're seeing this in a few different use cases. We talk about um, returns being a big element of that, and especially in the case of footwear. I mean, it takes a little while walking around in those shoes, and if you don't have something that's getting to that right fit right away, you know, you start to try on two, three pairs of shoes that, you know, the retailer at that point can't do anything with it. Those have been worn for, you know, the mm-hmm. 30 day trial and things like that. That's, that's really interesting. Yep. I didn't think about that. Yep. Specifically. I mean, just in stores, we've seen, that's a great point. Ann. I mean, just in stores, we've seen reductions immediately of around 10% of re- return reductions around 10%. So if your returns in store were around 10%, it might go down to like 8% or so Okay. Um, or, or more even, but and then online, the power of what you can unlock online is even bigger because online, you know, we all know, well, I get free shipping to me and I get free shipping back. Well, let's order three of the same thing and right. try them on at home. And, and that's a margin killer, right? right. So mm-hmm. by, by knowing your size, by you shopping in our store, um, and then we have your scan and then you come onto our website, you can use that same scan on the website. Sure. And then right. ultimately, I mean, where we see this thing going is ultimately you won't even, I mean, uh, well, back up a second, you know, size labels themselves are wildly unreliable, right? Like mm-hmm. even from the same brands, the next, even the same style, the same brand, the next version of XYZ running shoe, let's say, oh, right. um, or whatever style because of manufacturing differences or whatever might happen, uh, very rarely are exactly fitting the same. So um, because of the unreliability of the, the label, this idea of like um, um, being able to show someone in this style, in this size is what's going to fit you and that online that's going to really um, give you much more confidence to not have to buy three pairs you know to buy one pair and uh, as i was going to say where we see this going is ultimately you shouldn't even have to even click your size or hover your finger over which size or look at this crazy excel sheet size chart which is never (laughs) correct right right Um, Right. and 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 go i think i'm gonna pick this one and hope that it works um so it's very it's it it definitely reduces returns in store. It's going to reduce it even more online. And I think that's uh, super exciting to the point where, you know, whether it be shoes or apparel or other things in the future, you shouldn't even have to choose your size. It's going to, Oh, I want this shoe. And it'll just put it in size you in right. your cart. Yeah. Right. So that's, you know, that's, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that I think that's one of the most exciting parts of this is online shopping, especially, you know, we've solved payments. Like I was there when payments were a problem. Mm-hmm. And we've now solved that. In fact, there's more payment solutions, more ways to pay for right. things online than you could possibly use in a lifetime, I, I think. Um, shipping was a problem. Like, how do we pick and pack and get it there? That was a problem. That's solved. So I think the last one of the last big frontiers that retailers really need to address is this world of fit. Because, mm-hmm. you know, um, fit is central. Like, a lot of us don't think a lot about fit, but you know, millions of times everywhere in the world, probably every day, somebody is saying, I love these shoes or I love these pants or I love this jacket. Right. So it's, it's about the aesthetic, but it's also about how it makes them feel. And, and and that feeling comes from the way it fits in, in, in a lot of ways. 
Yeah, that's interesting. A couple of big epiphanies there, honestly. Mm-hmm. I love the I love the analogy, first of all, with the payments and shipping, how that's become much more easily understood right. online. And the fit is probably that next frontier of lack of understanding that needs to be tackled. That which that, is a little shocking to be honest. It feels like that should be the priority. Like, why don't we get this fit the right time first time and then move into yeah, yeah, although when I think about it, not to get off on, on a tangent, but like not all products have fit, right? right. So e-commerce still develops around the whole universe, which I think we're seeing here now. And then the other part that I think is really interesting about what you said that I want to come back to a little bit and click double click into a little bit more, Brent, is you're yeah. not it's, it's it sounds like it's not about the it's not about assuming that you, this this whole setup is going to find you the perfect fit. It's about finding you the options that are going to most likely make you feel you use the word feel a lot feel like yeah. you have the right fit like what's right yeah. for you um so where do, so take us back then where does where does the product offering of volumental begin and end like so you mentioned you come in the store you get scanned right that's that's sure. a piece of hardware that people are putting their foot into right and then i'm curious where does it begin and end like is that all there is or is there yeah mobile scanning yeah. too like how's it all work so i mean to take you back a little bit so the the founders of the company were you know um computer vision scientists, AI people, they met at a a university here. It's kind of like the MIT of Sweden um, called KTH. And so they were, they were scanning everything. They were just doing stuff and thinking scanning is great. And they were building all kinds of tools and products. So it was really around 2012, 2013, when they got together, it wasn't until about 2016 that they realized that, you know, every time you give someone a scanner where they turn it to themselves, where they turn it is to themselves. They scan their, their, their body, you know, and their feet was, was kind of became where the product market fit in around 2016. So Vimental kind of started there with this idea that if you scan feet, um, you can help people find better fitting shoes. And so that product initially, it was nothing more, not much more than a digital brand device. And so digital branding device, I was going to ask you about the branding device, because that's what this feels like. It feels like it's a substitution for that. What is the branding device for everyone? The branding device is that a hunk of metal with the stripes on it that you stand on when you go to a shoe store. You know, right. that's what I used when I was in store. Made and in Syracuse, New York in 1921 or something. I actually <laughs> looked at it this week while I was waiting Did at the really? sporting goods. I was like, I wonder what the Brannock family is doing these days. And yeah, sure enough, yeah. it gives you the history and on there. But yeah, great. I mean, like the, the history of like, I remember being a kid and going to a shoe store that believe it or not had a thing called a fluoroscope, which was like radiation that it x-rayed your foot. Like you put your foot in this thing and you look down in the shoe store. So the, the clerk would say, yeah, there's your bones and your feet and your shoes. Like, look it up. I'm, I'm not kidding. There's been wow. all kinds of crazy contraptions. Um, they it turned out that it was causing cancer in, in people that, that were sure. near it a lot. So they got rid of them finally. But I mean, that was a real thing. Like measuring feet has been this thing that's been going on for a long time or, or helping people feel confidence in their fit has been going on for a long time. That's a requirement yeah. when you think about it. I mean, Something yeah, you have absolutely. to do to buy a pair of shoes, right? Especially yeah. if you're growing. So, so this, so I say digital brand device, tongue in cheek, but it's it really does. You know, you're getting the. I mean, the name volumental is the volume. You know, comes from the idea of like bringing the full volume of the foot. You know, in all of its dimensions, because the foot is a multi-dimensional thing. It's not just length and width. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, mm. um, when you are standing on a brand device and you tell someone, you know, you might benefit from a wide shoe. Um, I don't know if you all have ever worked in a shoe store, but a lot of people, when you tell them they might benefit from a wide shoe, they go, my feet aren't wide. Um, (laughs) What are you talking about? How dare you? Um, But in reality, if you're standing there and with an iPad and a a 3D foot um, on the screen and you say, well, um, we've we've scanned millions of feet 
and your foot shows up as being whiter than 85% of the population, now you're in a different conversation. You're, 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 they're like, more, you're like a doctor with an MRI um, right. in front of them. Like, I'm sorry, Mrs. Jones, your, your ACL is actually torn and you can see it here. Right. So now, <laughs> but it doesn't make the shoe clerk a less, um, less important. It just makes them, uh, you know, have more information that they can share. And so we have customers who their width business has jumped by just having, using it as a digital brand business. device, hmm, the width business jumped by 12%. And 20% in women's shoes. So now, you know, uh, retailers are having conversations with their suppliers. You know, instead of that seventh color of that sixth best-selling shoe, mm-hmm. why don't we take your best-selling shoe and add a width to that? Or, you, you know, your first and second best-selling shoes. So, you know, skew, rationalization, and, and uh, optimization can come from this kind of data. So I guess I'm getting around to answering your question here is like, so we started with the scanner, started using as a digital brand device. And then as we were working at Fleet Feed and other customers were working, we were realizing we were unlocking all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So the next thing that got introduced was the fit engine. So rather than just saying, okay, this is your size and you know we can recommend a shoe. We're getting all this data now so we can actually um, very accurately say, you know, these, these shoes are going to fit your feet the best. Cause we can, we can tell that feet just like yours have bought these shoes. So we're able to give more accurate, starting to ladder up now in terms of the services that can come out of this into not just size recommendations, but actual style recommendations based on the entire catalog. And then we started saying, okay, well, wouldn't it be cool instead of showing them the entire catalog, if we just showed it, we tied into the POS of that store or that website and just showed people kind of pushed everything forward in the store that is their best fitting stuff. And mm-hmm. it's actually right here in the back room. Cause if you're a retailer, you know, it's like SWAT, you know, sale what's available today. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to walk that customer. So like, let's show them first. And a lot of times when you have clerks of varying um, sort of tenure in the store, they tend to either gravitate towards the same shoes all the, all the time. Let's pull this shoe for this customer, yep. especially in performance footwear, like running and other things, or, a person who's new just comes in and, and, and just watches the others and pulls what they do. And so this opens up your entire back room. It's AI saying, look, you got a bunch of shoes back there that are going to fit this person. Why don't you try this, this one, and this one. And so it's sort of leveling out, you know, sort of um, in some ways, the, uh, the things that people even get to experience in the store. So we see this massive hike in customer experience, you know, like just, you know, the, the, um, the feedback people get about the overall store experience because you're going from you know standing on a hunk of metal that's two-dimensional and and not really that informative to you know a digital experience and then what we've realized over time is we've added now mobile scanning um because we now with the vr and ar kit that's in every iphone we can uh-huh. we can scan feet and so you can onboard people into the ecosystem not even from the store but from home or wherever um so now we have two ways to onboard scans in our product set and then and then we have in our product um, not only the the recommendations engine or the fit engine, but we now have an ocean of data, right? And so back to my point about deep personalization and and sort of this idea of omni-channel experience, um, you actually have something tangible where you can do that. You, you can say to people, well, hey, you came to our store or you scanned online um, or you haven't gone to our, you're online. If you go to our store, you can get scanned, right? If you're not doing mobile, if you don't have a mobile um, app with us. But either way, you're saying to people, we know something about you. And now I can email you with information about like new styles, new shoes. I'm not sending you the, uh, you're a vegetarian vegetarian, and I'm sending you the Subway, you know, triple roast beef cheddar sandwich <laughs> on email. I'm right, sending right. you the, I know you're a runner or, I, you know, we have a customer Red Wing um, 
boots who uh, red wing shoes, who's, you know, big on work boots and all of that. Um, they're, they're able to take all this kind of information, you know, uh, conceivably know that you're an electrician, know that you work, um, you know, uh, you need to pull toes or whatever. Yeah. And, right. and they have new models and they can, they could email you or, you know, uh, fleet feed and others can do that with running shoes. Um, we've got a great customer down in Australia, the athlete's foot who has really integrated this into their loyalty program. That's the other thing is with the scanner in the store, um, you know how hard it is to collect an email from a customer. Right. Like people will even give you a fake email to get that discount that you're offering them or whatever right. on the spot. But if I say to you, and we've been talking about your scan, right? And, and I say to you, would you like me to send you the scan via email? The answer is almost always, yes, please. I'll, I'll yeah. take that. And so right. what happens is you, you get like an email. We've seen email capture rates go from like 10% to over 80, 90% in stores. And if you value an email, like most retailers value an email around twenty to thirty dollars, you you realize that very quickly, like the scanning equipment is, uh, you know, pays for itself, you know, right. instantaneously, because you're getting uh, you're onboarding people into loyalty programs. So, the athletes foot down in Australia has scanned probably almost ten percent of the people in Australia now. They've got over two million scans, and they leverage it into everything they do. You know, so like if you shop on their website, um, you can bring your store scan onto the site and they can send you these um, personalized, you know, any of our customers could send you personalized emails or invite you to the website where you could present just a personalized um, shopping experience on the site. And so you as a shopper don't have to spend an hour shopping and hoping and then getting finally to check out and realizing, oh, darn, they don't have my size. Right. Um, you can kind of eliminate all that friction um, by, that by leveraging this kind of fit tech. Yeah. Move that up to the front of the process. Brent, yeah. one thing that I, I think is really important to call out in what you were just saying is that previously this, the ability to connect with a customer from a loyalty perspective, to provide them a, a level of service that they're satisfied with, that was all dependent on that associate being really, really good at their job. And yeah. I'm curious, as you've been able to kind of take the human side of, of the associate, even the new associates like you're talking about, and marry that with this technology, what have your customers been saying just about like the power that that unlocks for, for both, you know, the associates to be able to do their job better in store by having that tech, but then also the customers who now have that technology that they can use when they're making those choices online. Cause it's really like giving everybody the best possible shopping experience. You know, I'm a marketing guy, so I'm prone to overstatement. So I'll try to like <laughs> calm down, like, you know, and, and just sort of like keep it as real as I can. But I mean, it has been a game changer. And I can say that firsthand as having been a customer of Volumental before I came here, it's been a game changer in the sense that, you know, and, and I won't lie. I mean, we had, we had kind of our, our people who've been doing outfitting customers for 10, 15, 20 years. They, yeah. they don't even need a brand divide. They can look at your feet and know exactly. exactly what size you are and know exactly where you go. And they were very worried, just like we were worried 30 years ago about disintermediation, like, oh, the internet's going to kill, you know, uh, physical retail, right? Mm -hmm. um, and Or uh, brand selling direct to consumer is going to kill retail. And none of these things ever really happened. And, and just like that, you know, um, our... I call them kind of like the shoe dogs, right? Um, or the, the mules um, are kind of like, they're stubborn and they're saying, you know, this is going to, you know, make me less important in the store. And, and so, um, you know, we said, just give it a try, just use the technology. And, and almost instantaneously, they realized, no, this actually makes me like that doctor with the MRI. That makes yes. me more of an expert, not less. It makes, it makes the interaction 
better. It's actually faster too for them. And it opens up their mind to other things in the back room that they wouldn't have thought of. So it's been a win all around. It's been a win for the shopper. It's been a win for the folks online. I mean, in the store and, um, and, and the folks at headquarters who are are trying to like sort of optimize their inventory and make the best uh, and, and have productivity from their retail. You know, you're, you're paying wages to folks on the floor. You want them to be productive. And so it's been a, it's been a game changer in, in many, many ways. Not That's to mention, you know, like what I've already talked about, the the onboarding aspect and the, the value that comes with that. And then ultimately the, the continuous contact that you can have now that you have the data with that mm-hmm. customer. Yeah. So, Brent, let me ask you, let me ask you more about what you just said, because, you know, we're out at Shop Talk right now. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, are people listening to this at Shop Talk? That's why we're doing this. And, you know, being former retailers like yourselves and in my and in I, too, you know, one of the questions we always try to get at is, you know, what is what is the perspective of the retail executives that's hearing about this technology for the first time and the types of questions that are on their mind? Um, you sure. started talking about it a little bit there and Anne's last questions in terms of, you know, making the store employee feel comfortable. So I'm curious, like two questions, really. One, what you know, what does this look like from an implementation standpoint? Like if a retailer wants to start working with you, what does that mm-hmm. process look like? And then two. What have you learned along the way as you've deployed this? Like, what are some what are some things that make those implementations successful versus others? That's a uh, man. Those are such great questions because you know we're a young company. We're learning a lot as we go. Um, but I think one of the key learnings that we have is that um, we we if so. I'll answer from the, the the executive's perspective that you asked about. You're at Shop Talk and you're thinking yeah. about you know fit tech and who should I be talking to. You know, one of the things you, you need to think about is what do we want our customer journey to look like? Like, how would we want the fit process to go? Because there are, you know, if you're, let's say, Foot Locker and most of your customers aren't that, they're not necessarily a performance customer. They're buying, you know, Jordans and their fashion. They already know you, you're not going to talk. I'm buying the Jordan 27. You know, that's what I'm buying. Right. I don't need to know. I don't need a style recommendation. I just, so they just need to get a size recommendation. But if you're, a running shoe store or your Bauer hockey skates or your, you know, um, New Balance, you know, or Under Armour, like, you, you know, you might be offering them a performance alternative where they don't even, they don't have a, a, a style selection in their mind yet. And so you can guide them towards the right style. So the user journey could be very different. So as a retail executive, you should be thinking about like, well, what do we want even the fit experience to be? Right. And then um, from an implementation standpoint, the, the longest standing product that we have, I mean, the, the scanner literally is like, you get it, it has the software that comes with it. So you plug it in, um, you, you give us an API in a day, we can give an API feed to your point of sale. Um, so you can start sharing the data, we can start matching, you know, we already, if you're in certain categories, we already have a ton of data on all the brands and all the mm-hmm. sizes and all the brands and the feet, millions, you know, we have over almost 14 million scans now of, of individual feet, you know, matched purchases. So um, the implementation of the scanner is very quick um, and it's just up and right. You just plug it in and connect it to your iPad and you're, you're off and going, you know, okay. um, hopefully your wireless connection works and then everything's great. Or you can <laughs> plug it straight. If you don't have, if, if you, it's better if you can plug it into the ethernet, but it works really well with wireless again, five seconds to scan. So that's very quick, very fast, very simple. Um, the newer products like the, um, uh, the mobile scanner, um, mm-hmm. using the phone. These are things that are in beta with customers right now. So that's a little bit more programming time from your team. You know, you would want to have a commitment that, yeah, we want the user experience to include like an omni-channel. We want our customer to be able to do this from wherever. We're not afraid that they're not coming to the store first. We we want to embrace them wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's part of your journey, then you can onboard the mobile piece. And then certainly 
um, the, um, the, the marketing department and others need to get involved when you start thinking about, okay, we've got this ocean of data. I, I actually think it's one of the most exciting things. Like if, if you're a retail marketer or you're right. a merchant, right? You've got these products and we're like almost like tender for shoes. Like we've got all these feet out in the world and we've got all these shoes already built. Like how do we match them up? Right. Yeah. And so like deploy this tool um, in your marketing I would, you know, I would say you could put it in, you could put a link at the bottom, at least in the footer of every single email you send saying, by the way, if you want to shop online with your scan, do so. Right. So it's just, it unlocks so much value. Um, and, 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 but you would have to make the, if you're thinking about this, you would have to say, what do I want my IT team doing for the next, you know, two weeks, um, you know, to make these things happen? Do I want them right. onboarding another payment, you know, um, solution or onboarding another shipping solution, or do I want to kind of foray into this new thing? So that's one of our toughest um, challenges as a new sort of like, we're unlocking this thing that people don't even really know what it is. And so convincing people to, you know, because everyone can always say, well, we've got other priorities and this and that. So it's like, you know, if you want to make this a priority, it's a pretty easy onboarding thing, but it is going to take some tech resources from your end and our end to get together, to bring some of these experiences alive in the way that you that you would want to do it. And so that's, that's um, I think the key considerations you would want to think about. So to that point, if I extrapolate from that, from the, again, keep in mind from the executive standpoint for a true omni-channel retailer, a retailer that has a bricks and mortar operation, do you, do you generally, would you recommend them to go with the in-store fit technology first and then ladder up from there? Or am I thinking about that the wrong way based on what you just said? No, I, I actually think it's great because um, I think of these scanners as like, they're really interesting and they're great. And they're, I mean, we think we have the best and fastest and, you know, we have the, you know, our CEO, you know, our, it was our former CTO and the co-founder of the company. He, he worked on, he worked at Google X, you know, he worked at NASA and JPL. I mean, he worked on the Mars, you know, the little helicopter that flew on yeah. Mars. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, Alper, our CEO worked on that. So like we have some whiz bang technology. I'd put it up against any scanning technology, but I also think it's in five years, it's not going to, it's going to become like the brand device. Right. So it's just, it's going to be like, who's interested in mining equipment really, but the mining equipment is worth a ton because it's what digs the ore and the things out of the ground that you make stuff with. And so scanners are, you know, if you think of them as the, the mining equipment that you can put in your store, it pulls, it, it onboards people. It gets you those, um, matchmaking elements that you need to then bring it on live onto omni-channel i mean i think that 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 would be the natural way to start if you have both for sure so replace that brand device that's that's the key thing that's what i was supposed <laughs> yeah, to take away I mean, to the, yeah no the no offense i mean but but it's it's, it's an important thing to remember though because as we talk about technologies it's not always about like doing things new and completely mm-hmm. different sometimes the simplest answers are just how do we do what we've always done a little bit better in right. a way yeah. that makes a lot more sense. Right. And yeah. that's that's another big epiphany for me during this conversation yeah. that I hadn't thought about because I've been talking about it and we've been talking about that concept a lot right. as we've evaluated technology here, especially in 2022. And it's not something I've thought about in terms of fit tech yet. Right. And this is the first time where, it, yes, that's an easy replaceable solution. One swap out for the other. Exactly. If you think about it. Exactly. Um, hmm. Well, Brent, where where are you guys headed in 2022 People listening to this at Shop Talk are interested. You know what? What are you focusing on? What should they expect from Volumental next? Sure. Um, so we're we're focusing more on board. I loved the the question you asked earlier uh, that Chris asked. I think um, it was because we we're learning now. Um, we're a young company. We're learning that like if we start small, like with a small kind of um, insert. So like my story about the scanners. 
Mm -hmm. know, if we can get more retailers that are existing customers to start to do more beta testing around the mobile piece and, and because we've learned, like we went in with kind of a digital brand device and now we have this amazing tool that has all these different elements. Like you can't believe all the filters and things. I wouldn't even like, if you come to shop talk, we'll take you through all the filters and things that you can do to customize the user interface for your environment. If you're a retailer that sells shoes on in a store. But then I think our, our year looks like, how do we come up with the minimum viable product that everyone can use easily um, for the mobile solution and the minimum viable product for the personalization, you know, sure. because we have this whole array and I think we've kind of, uh, you know, maybe even confused people like there's so much, it's almost too hard to swallow it all. And it's like, I can't eat the whole whale. So right. I'll just do the scanner and I'll wait on the other. So our, our focus this year is making sure the messaging is very clean and clear and, and, the, and the product is ready to um, be a little bit more plug and play, you know, simplified so that it can scale easier for, for us and our customers. That's kind of our focus. But we're making, like I said, we have great existing customers. We're, we're turning all these things on with now. And so. Yep. Brent, where can people try this? Like if Chris and I want to go yeah. do this ourselves, like what, where should we be going? Do you have some examples? Um, it depends on where you are. Um, okay. But, uh, you know, certainly Flea Feet now has, you know, 240 stores around the country Okay. Um, with their, they just um, merged with Jackrabbit um, store. Okay. So if you have, I'm not sure this, actually the Jackrabbit stores probably don't all have scanners yet, but um, Flea Feed certainly, um, New Balance stores have them. Okay. Um, several Under Armour stores are starting to deploy them. Hmm. Red Wing shoes, there's 500 Red Wing shoes that okay. have them now this, that just uh, deploy them this year. Um if you're in another country, if you're in Australia, certainly I'd go see the, the athlete's foot in Australia. If you're over here in Europe, we have them deployed in brands like XXL and uh, Beaver in the, in the Netherlands, XXL here in the Nordics. So um, really they're all, they're all over the world. We're in like 46 countries, 3000 wow. doors right now. Um, so a lot of deployments wow. everywhere, but um, one of the things we're working on is actually coming up with the geolocator on our, on our website. So I would, I would refer you to that if it was if that tool was up and running but it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah right everything's a work in progress yeah and i love what you i love what you said too in that last question and or the last question you asked in front what you said too about you know there's still a lot to understand in the e-commerce journey of mm -hmm. how this all plays out from the user experience design of the e-commerce website to right. bring this all to life and i think that's yeah. another key takeaway i'd have you know in closing here all right man i love that conversation I like can't i had to get like my foot scanned. i had like four big takeaways i know I my know. favorite my favorite quote of this is i know feet <laughs> which brett said right in the beginning i know feet I know That's feet. Great. I don't know. I'm not a smart man, but I know feet. I know feet. I know, I know feet. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, but yeah, no, I loved it, and it was so good. But uh, Brett, you know, hey, we're doing this for Shop Talk. If people want to get in touch with you, they found this conversation interesting, want to learn more about it, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you in general? And then if they happen to be out at Shop Talk? You know, I mean, I think uh, probably the best way is uh, just hit me up on LinkedIn, um, Brent Hollowell. Um, I'm one of the very few on LinkedIn, probably. So it's not hard to find. I cross-reference it with Volumental and you'll, you'll get me. And then, uh, yeah, we can set something up while we're out there. We'd love to, love to meet some new and interesting people. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, man, again, thanks for sitting down with us today. It was a really great experience, really great interview. I love this interview. Uh, again, that was Brent Hollowell, the Chief Marketing Officer at Volumental. On behalf of Brent and, and myself, as always, for everyone at the show, I hope you're enjoying the show already. And of course, as always, be careful out there.